0: Did you know fear is one of the biggest killers of dreams? It is true because. Fear can tend to run our life. And when those fear thoughts start rolling around in our head, all of a sudden it's like they just don't shut off. It takes over our mind and all we can focus on is all the negative. What if this happens? What if that happens? And when you're starting a business, these fear thoughts can be overwhelming because fear comes from the unknown. And if you're a new entrepreneur or relatively new entrepreneur, even an old entrepreneur like me... Fear still kicks in. And when fear kicks in, it literally stops us from going out and doing things we know we need to do in our business. It stops us from growing and expanding and trying new things and going after those big goals. So today, I want to share with you about fear, those big fears that us as female entrepreneurs face, but also how we can start moving past them. Because until we learn how to work through fear, move past fear, Fear is going to control us and it's going to stop us from living our dreams. And I don't want to see fear kill your dreams like it did my first business. So let's dive in and let's talk about this big scary word, fear. Are you over all that one size fits all and hustle culture bullshit that actually isn't getting you the results you truly desire in your business? If so, then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Six Figure Female Entrepreneur Podcast, where we chat about all things mindset and business that actually help you make big money in your online business while working less hours. And who doesn't want that? I'm your host, Jen Goodfriend, a successful six-figure business and mindset strategist and recovering type A overachiever who now enjoys doing things the easy way. I live the chill country life and have a passion for all things furry and cute. Join me each week as I share more than a decade of experience in the entrepreneurial world and how you too can make way more money while actually working less. Let's dive in. Hey, 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 and welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to have you here. And today I am talking about one of my absolute favorite topics. And you're probably going to go, Jen, you are crazy. And that topic is fear. And the thing is, is the reason I love talking about it is because when you understand fear, you move past fear, you work through the fear, life absolutely changes. Because fear is one of the biggest things we face in our life. And based off of today's title, it's the number one dream killer for female entrepreneurs. And yes, I said that. Fear is the biggest thing. Different types of fear are the biggest thing keeping women entrepreneur broke, stuck, and giving up on their dreams. So today, I want to talk about fear in entrepreneurship, fear in all areas of being a female entrepreneur, from fear of sales, to fear of visibility, to fear of money, to fear of change, to relationships, Because fear is our biggest killer of dreams. And when we understand it, though, we take away the power of fear. We can work through the fear and we can go and do things anyway. And that's the point we want to get to is where you can feel the fear and do it anyway. Because we can do it in other areas of our life. We can be scared to do things, but we still go do them anyway. We can talk ourselves into it. But it seems like in business, we struggle with that. So let's dive in. First, to those most common fears that women entrepreneurs fear, women entrepreneurs have, and one of the one I see the most, especially with online service providers, is fear of visibility, because as women, it's you know we haven't always had the easiest life. It's you know less than a hundred years ago, women were still considered property. Like we were our father's property, our husband's property. You know what? Equality in the workplace, even back in the 80s and even in the 90s wasn't there. And in some workplaces, that equality still isn't there. So as women, there's this fear of visibility because what if something happens to us? There's also that fear of visibility as women being overly sexualized. I see this all the time. Do you know how many times I've run up against fear of visibility in a client? And a lot of times it's due to, um, you know, sexuality at a young age. Like they were over sexualized. They weren't um, weren't made to feel comfortable in their own body, or especially if you grew up in an unhealthy home where there was. Physical violence, verbal violence, abuse, you know what? It wasn't safe to be visible. So you created this little shell to hide yourself. Your mind goes, Well, if you're hidden and you're not seen and heard, you're going to be safer. So we create that belief and we hold on to that belief. So then when we go to have our business and we go, Okay, I'm going to get on video. I'm going to do posts. I'm going to do pictures. I'm going to get visible for my business. Your brain goes, Uh uh-uh. uh. It, it, being visible is scary. Being visible has brought bad things in the past. We can't be visible. You know, we can't do that. And a client of mine actually has an amazing story of this. So she came to me and one of her biggest issues came up is every time she went to do a live video, she literally would get physically sick. She was paying a hundred dollars a month to be part of this private or be part of this Facebook group. And part of that was being able to go live once a week. So she was paying this good money to be able to go live, promote her business, and every time she scheduled a live video, the day of, by time that live video that she scheduled came about, she was so exhausted, she was sick, she would be in bed with a headache or exhaustion or something before that video was supposed to go live. And every week, the same thing happened. She was feeling great the rest of the week, but hours before that live event, she would get physically ill. So we decided to work through this belief, and what it was is as a child, it wasn't safe to be seen and heard. She was the victim of abuse from siblings, from verbal abuse from her parents, and she learned as a baby, like infant, in like can't even walk infant, that it's not safe to be visible. I just need to hide and not be seen and not be heard, and I can just get through life and everything's okay. So she created this coping mechanism, this limiting belief as a child, which protected her. In that moment, it was doing its job, but then when she was older and had her own business and being visible is an important part of it, all of a sudden, that adaptive behavior that protected her as a child is no longer protecting her and is actually negatively affecting her. So we were able to go in and remove that limiting belief. And once she did, the next day, she literally jumped on camera. She literally went live, was talking. It was like this was never an issue. But being afraid of being visible is so big. For me, I hit puberty at 10 years old. By 12, 11, 12 years old, I was a double D, triple D bra size. So you can just imagine the kind of attention. And when you're 10, 11, 12 years old, you don't want that kind of attention. That is like unwanted. So for me, I tried to hide. I I hid my body in male clothes. I wore baggy clothes. I was just trying to hide because it wasn't safe. And that actually... kept showing up throughout my life, like fear of visibility does in my business, in my personal life, in other areas. So just know fear of visibility is huge for women. Another big one I see is fear of success, but also failure. And it's funny because people go, oh yeah, I'm so afraid of failure. But did you know fear of success is actually a bigger fear than failure? And do you know why? Because failure is familiar. Because remember, our brain doesn't like unfamiliar things. It's okay with the familiar. It wants to go back to the familiar. That's why we have these fears. Our mind is afraid of change. It likes the status quo. It likes things to be just the way they are. So failure isn't as scary to our mind. Yes, consciously we're afraid of it because I don't want to go back to my old life. I don't want to go back to the way things were. I want to see myself succeed. But to the mind, success is the bigger fear and you're more likely to fear it and you're more likely to sabotage your success because you don't know what success brings. Success is unknown. What if people change? What if people think differently? What if my family no longer likes me? What if people think, you know, because I'm becoming wealthy, I'm greedy, I'm a bad person, on and on and on. There's so many unknowns that come with success if we don't already have that success. And our fear just amps up when we start thinking about it and then it debilitates us and stops us from taking a step forward because we're like oh my god there's too many fears there's too many unknowns i can't do this it's better to play small it's better to go back to who i was and do what i did before go back to my job go back to just you know what not doing these things not going after my dreams because it's easier but the thing is is It's easier to go back to the old way, it's easier to go back to a job, it's easier to go back to whatever you were doing before, but you're always gonna regret it. You're always gonna resent it, you're always gonna be angry and say, why couldn't I have done it, why didn't I do it? And it's because of the fear. And fear is something you can get over. You can get over the fear. I was afraid of success. Actually, success and failure both. I had both fears, and many women do. But for me the biggest thing with success is I was afraid of having it all and losing it. That was what it was for me. Because as a child I grew up in a family that was, you know, upper middle class. We weren't like the richest, but we weren't poor. We had good things. I lived a good life. I had my horses. I competed on my horses. Like I had a relatively good life up until my grade 12 year. And then the economy where I grew up shit the bed. Like seriously, the whole industry that ran our entire town where my dad worked in literally in a very short period of time went from booming to bust and everybody was starting to lose their jobs. Everyone was losing contracts. Next thing you know, my dad went from being super busy, bringing in all kinds of income to bringing in no income. And so I went from living this nice, comfortable life to literally moving away from my home, my childhood home and everything I loved the day after my high school graduation. I literally was packing up the weeks leading up to my graduation. I was able to go to my grad, enjoy myself for the night and literally left packed and went away somewhere new, completely packed up my life and took away everything i had ever loved. That created a lot of trauma in my life. I'm still working through a lot of struggles and a lot of issues that came from that point in my life. But the biggest ones was this fear of going out and having a wildly successful business and then something happening like when I was a kid where I lost it all. Because it's so much harder in my mind. This is my belief. It's so much harder to go out and work hard and get all these amazing things that you truly love only for them to be ripped away from you just like those things were ripped away from me as a child. And I had no control over it at that moment because I wasn't even 18 at the time. But the thing is, is now I want those things. I truly did want those things. And I was working hard for those things. And my mind was going, but you don't wanna lose them, but you don't wanna lose them. And all I could focus on was the losing of those things. So it was a lot easier to keep me where I was because I was comfortable in that position. I was okay with the life I had. I didn't have all the great things, the amazing things. I didn't have the successful business, the big money, the six figures, all of that. So it was a lot easier to just stay there than it was for me to go out and get it and potentially lose it. That was like my biggest fear going on in my mind. And the thing that literally controlled me for years. That is one of the big reasons why my business wasn't a huge success, my first business, because I was so afraid of getting the success and losing it, so I only allowed myself that mediocre success that I was comfortable with. And that's the thing about fear, is it has so much control over us. See, our critter brain works to try and keep us safe, but it's actually holding us back. So our critter brain is that primal, primitive part of our brain that is there to keep us safe. This part of our brain has been like, it is literally the main part of our brain that has been there since humans became humans. And it had a really important job with our ancestors. Thousands of years ago, we didn't have the safety we have now. We didn't have homes, we didn't have police, we didn't have all these things in place to keep us safe. Thousands of years ago, our ancestors lived off the land. There was lots of predators. There was lots of things that made it unsafe. So our brain's prime objective, and that primitive part of our brain, was all about keep you safe. So that's why we have the fight or flight instinct. It was, if something is going to attack us, we're going to go into fight or flight. We're going to move all the blood from our internal organs to our external limbs so that we can fight, so we can throw it into our lungs, so we can breathe heavier, so we can take off, we can run, we can fight back. That was really important back then. But thousands of years later, We as humans, many parts of our brains have evolved, our lives have evolved, but our primitive part of our brain still hasn't evolved. It is still controlled by fear, even though fear nowadays, a lot of the things we fear are not life or death. But it's so worried about that fear that it literally talks us out of it. That is our brain's job, is to talk us out of doing anything that feels uncomfortable or fears, feels fearful. So starting a business, of course there's fear. If we've never done it before, of course we're going to be a little afraid because there's so many unknowns. Unknown equals fearful. Unknown equals unsafe. So as entrepreneurs, we can allow that fear to control us, to run us, and ultimately affect our ability to be successful Or we can learn how to manage it. We learn how to not let fear control us and instead learn to control fear. So you're asking, well, what do you do about fear? And the thing is, there's so many ways you can overcome this. And the biggest one is just acknowledging it's there. If you ignore it, you're allowing it to run in the background and control you. And instead, you need to feel the fear and do it anyway. Because fear is just discomfort. And the more we take action in spite of it, the quieter that voice will become. So it's understanding and listening to our mind and going, okay, this is a fear thought. You know, This is my fear kicking in. This is unknown. This is something I haven't done. I don't know what I'm doing. But I know fear is just its way of keeping me safe. And I know doing this is not going to be Um, unsafe. Like starting my business isn't going to be unsafe. So we need to tackle that primitive brain with our more logical brain. And think of it like having a conversation with yourself. And I know you're going to laugh and go, really? You want me to talk to myself, Jen? Jen? yeah, actually I do. (laughs) It's those conversations with ourselves that are so important. Yes, conversations with others are important, but we need to learn to have conversations with that negative inner voice. And sometimes I find it helpful to actually name it. So I've named my negative inner voice, the itty bitty shitty committee. And you'll probably hear me talk about that because that's how I refer to it. So that negative inner voice that's always saying, you can't do this. Who do you think you are to do that? We can't do that. There's no way. I call him my itty bitty shitty committee and I talk to him like he is a person. So if something pops in my head and goes, oh, you can't do that. What if you fail? What happens if you know you launch your podcast and absolutely nobody listens and it's this big, absolute failure and you've wasted all this time and all this energy and all this money and putting this podcast out there that you thought was going to be so amazing and so wonderful and so helpful and it's a big flop. Like, how are you going to feel then? And what happens then if if it is? And then what are you going to do? And how are you going to save? And everyone's going to talk about what a failure you failure you are. Blah blah blah. Like, you see where this is going? That's what our mind does, and it does that on repeat if we're not paying attention. But instead for me and I suggest you do this this is so helpful is as soon as that voice starts chiming in and starts being its asshole self you go okay i hear you i understand your fears like i understand yeah we're worried about if it fails we're worried we've put all this money into it and yeah what if nobody listens you know what oh well you know what? Not everything is going to be a wild success. Everything is about trying and changing and shifting. Maybe from the start, it's not going to be super successful. That's okay. This is my first shot at it. This is my first try and I can keep evolving. I can keep changing. I can keep shifting. I can keep promoting. I can keep sharing it out there. And that's all I can do. That's within my control. The rest of it isn't within my control, but I'm going to do my best with what I can control. And I'm going to put my all into this and I'm going to give it everything I got and I'm going to tweak and I'm going to shift until it becomes successful. And if something happens that down the line, it's not, oh, well, it just wasn't meant to be. Maybe there's something better out there. Maybe there's a different format. Maybe there's some a different way for me to promote my business. Maybe podcasting isn't my thing. That's okay. And when you start turning those thoughts around, when you start talking back to your mind, talking back to the itty bitty shitty committee, you're shutting it down. Literally, your brain goes, Well, shit. She just to me on all of this. And she's just like, All my fears, she's just completely turned them around and made them positive or made them like they're no big deal. Why? Well, I, I don't have a leg to stand on. And that's exactly what you're doing. You are literally talking yourself out of the fear. And when you do that and you quiet that voice, the fear gets to be easier. You get to feel that little bit of fear, talk yourself out of it and go do it. And it's not going to hold you back. You still might feel a little like uncomfortable, but we can deal with a little uncomfortable. We can't deal with full on fear. Full on fear stops us. A little bit of uncomfortableness just makes it a little tough to start. So you need to talk down that negative voice. You need to tell it to shut the hell up and let you go what you, do what you want to do so you can go have the success that you want to have. And then the other thing is instead of just talking to it, it's literally just remove those inner beliefs, those negative inner critic, removing those limiting beliefs because our fears come from those limiting beliefs. We're not afraid of something just for the sake of being afraid of something. Our fears are a learned thing. Something happened in our life that made us afraid of something. As I talked about with my client, her childhood was very traumatic. It was very violent. That is how she created the fear of being on camera, of being visible. And it was that moment in her life, in her childhood, that created those fears. If she didn't have those moments in her childhood, she wouldn't have that fear. And that fear is tied to a limiting belief that says it's not safe to be visible. So in order to overcome these fears easily so that they're not even an issue anymore, rather than actually trying to work against them and talk ourselves out of them, by uncovering the limiting beliefs under our fears, we're removing that fear permanently We no longer have to fight with the itty-bitty-shaded committee and try and talk ourselves into doing things. It's just not there anymore. Like with my client, we went in and we removed that belief that it was safe to be visible. And then it was no longer an issue. She didn't have to convince herself to do these lives. She literally just scheduled them, got on them, chatted, talked, was her best version of herself, and got clients from it. So, you can do either one. You can talk yourself out of it. You can hype yourself up. You can talk yourself out of that fear and talk to that itty bitty shitty committee, or you can just go in and remove the limiting belief, remove it at the root so it's not even a fear anymore. And you can choose either one. One is a little easier right now, one's a little bit less commitment, but it's ultimately up to you. You have that choice to do something differently. You have the choice to make a difference in your life. You have a choice to either let that fear run your business and run your life and hold you back, or you can choose to let that fear go and go out and allow yourself to have the business and the life and the money and everything you truly desire, because everything we want is just on the other side of fear. And fear can be that barrier that stops us, or we can knock down that wall, knock down that barrier, and not let anything get in our way. So again, today we're talking about fear and how it kills our dreams as female entrepreneurs. And you don't have to let it. Remember, your dreams are worthy and deserving, and you can have absolutely anything you set your mind to. It just takes a little bit of work and fear. It just takes a little bit of work to remove that. And once you do, the sky is the limit. Absolutely anything is within your possibility you can have it. If you can dream it, you can have it. It is possible for you. You just got to ditch that fear. Get it out of your way. Remove those limiting beliefs. And once you do, it gets to be easy. It gets to be fun. And who doesn't like easy and fun? So thanks again. That's it for today's episode. I am so excited for you guys to join me. If you're loving the podcast so far, I'd love you to leave a review on Spotify or iTunes. This helps us get in front of more amazing women just like you who are looking at working less while making way more money. And if you do, I'm running an amazing giveaway to help promote the launch of this podcast. If you hit the iTunes or Spotify and leave a five-star review, you're going to be entered to win one of the amazing prizes I'm giving away, which includes some one-on-one time with me valued at over $300. And it's super easy to enter. You just have to leave a review, screenshot it, and send it to me over on IG, send me a DM, show me the screenshot, and you're entered to win. It's really that easy. And if you want even more entries, all you got to do is share the podcast on any of your social media platforms. You just have to make sure you tag me at the Six Figure Female Entrepreneur so I see it and you'll earn extra entries every time you share it out. We'll be announcing the winners at the end of April. So you got lots of time to promote, lots of time to get the entries in, and lots of time to keep listening to the podcast. We'll see you again on the next episode. If you enjoy this podcast, please leave a five-star review on Apple or Spotify. It helps other amazing women just like you find the podcast, and I would be so grateful.